What's up, everybody? Welcome uh, back to uh, a recurring theme of, uh, of of episodes here as we just continue to put these out, you know, every seven to nine days. <laughs> uh, Join me, as always, is Jay. Hello. I'm Andrew. Uh, we are continuing our list of things. Um, today, we're doing science fiction movies, which this is like one of the more fun lists, I think, to do because um, there's such a wide variety of, of choices and yeah. and like there, there's so many films that that you might think of as a drama but they're actually more like science fictiony and stuff and or comedy based you know like you know I, I have a couple on here that are gonna be a little like oh okay okay cool um, I've also continued while I've been off um, watching older films and uh, a couple of those have ended up on a few of these lists that we haven't gotten to yet so I feel like I feel like if it, the list hasn't come out yet. I can still keep adding to it and, and, and taking away. So do you find it hard that like, because you're watching these older movies and you're like, you're only getting that one view. Yeah. So do you think, are you jumping the gun any or, um, because sometimes, I mean, like sometimes you could watch a movie and you're like, man, that was really good. And yeah. it's fresh in your mind yeah. and you really like it, but should it make the list? Um, what, so, like for instance, um, for like sports movie, like I'm, I'm adding Raging Bull, like the movies that I had towards the what end. What got kicked out? Little Giants. Uh, <laughs> Sandlot. Oh yeah. So sorry. Yeah, I just because like I was like yeah, I like, Smalls. I was like I like Sandlot, but you know, I, as a sports film, I I, I enjoyed Raging Bull better. Uh, so so I I added that onto there. Um, and then for instance, I watched uh, on the waterfront, and that that made my drama list. And um, I forget what I took off there, and then it made my my uh, it, it will make my criminal list as well. Um, and then uh, something else. Um, I watched the Grand Budapest Hotel. I told you about that, and it's not that old, but like you know that that also went on to my um, drama list. Also went on to my comedy list as well. Uh, just really enjoyed that all around. I thought it was. By far my favorite Wes Anderson movie that he's done. Uh, but today, to make things go a little bit faster, because these episodes have been kind of long, um, we're, we're, we're going to stick to the 25 movies, but we're not going to talk about 25 to 21. We're, we're just going to tell you what they are, and then we'll get into talking about 20 and down. So hopefully that takes out like 20 minutes or so of the film. You know, I was also thinking, um, since you're not a big Western fan... Yeah. Why don't you just do your top 10? Okay. Because I feel like I don't want you adding movies that you don't like on the list and then those somehow end up in like your like your top 100. I, they won't. <laughs> I, I mean, but, but like for oh, instance, I, mean, I get to yeah, I mean, they'll get and, and points. points. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I would rather you not have a like your 12th ranked Western is like 92 or something on your list and you're like, I don't like this fucking movie. So, like, Wild Wild West is off. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, again, Jim West. you do your top 10 and then I'll probably just do a solo Western. An episode since you don't like, you know, I'm not a big Western, yeah, I'm in sorry. general. Uh, that way we, we don't have to like to like waste a there joint some episode. Good there no, are I, some I good agree, ones. yeah, but it just it, it, to me, like, I, I can get to 25, but like, you're like at seven, you're like, all right, this is it. This yeah. is it. <laughs> I can't write Tombstone like 18 times, <laughs> okay? All right, so let's get into um, science fiction. Um, my 25 to 21, um, number 25 is a movie that came out in 1999. Uh, and that is Galaxy Quest, um, directed by Dean uh, Parasot, uh, starring Tim Allen, Tony Weaver, and Alan Rickman. Number 24 is Westworld, 
uh, came out in 1973, directed by Michael Crichton, uh, starring Yul Brenner, Richard Benjamin, and James Brolin. My number 23 is Snowpiercer. It came out in 2013, directed by uh, Bong Joon-ho, uh, uh, starring Chris Evans, um, Song uh, Kong-ho, um, and, like, and a whole bunch of other people. Uh, my 22 is uh, Starship Troopers. Came out in 1997, directed by Paul Verhoeven, uh, starring Casper Van Dien, uh, Dina Meyer, Denise Richards. And my number 21 is Inception. Uh, came out in 2010, directed by Christopher Nolan, starring a whole bunch of people, you know, M- Michael Caine, DiCaprio, Tom Hardy, blah, 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 blah. What are your uh, 25, 21s? Okay, uh, surprisingly, there's a lot of science fiction I have not seen. If I had to guess, hold on, before we start, I'm putting Transformers the movie at five i think you'll be respectful enough to not put it higher than five but that's still high enough for you to like really push it later okay first of all i could probably guess your number one it's one of two movies oh okay really you're, okay. you're number what, one what do you think it is what do you think it is it's either the thing or jurassic park it's one of the two okay all right so let me guess yours um i'm gonna guess back to the future okay all right so, so what's your 25 through uh, 21 Okay, my 25 is Ex Machina. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I thought that that would have been higher on your list. It is. It's, I liked it more as a thriller okay. than... That's fair. Sounds, but, I mean, it's, it is very good. Uh, number 24 is District 9. Really? Okay. That movie, like, it's, it's good. very underrated. It's good, like, yeah. It's really... It's creepy, too. I, I feel good. like that... Um, I'm sorry, we, we still wouldn't talk, but yeah. I, I feel like that uh, director, you know, he, he really killed it with yeah. that, and then he just never found that again. Yeah. Uh, my number 23 is Predator. 23, 23 for you. Uh, just because it's just more of an action movie. You're going to be shocked or, I mean, where I, mine I, is. It's a great movie. It's just... Spoiler it alert. Does, it's on my list, <laughs> and it's definitely higher than yeah, that. It's just, it's just more action. Like, okay, that's fair. If, like, action, it's probably going to be like top five okay. or something. But just... My um, uh, number 22 is The Fifth Element. Okay. Juke Benson, whatever. Luke, Luke Benson. Luke, Luke Benson. Luke Oh, Oh, sorry. <laughs> Starring, you know, uh, Bruce Willis, Gary Oldman, yes, yeah. Mika Jokovich. Uh, and then fun movie, fun movie. my number 21 is Richard Donner's Superman. Really? See, I, I thought I thought of that more as like a comic book. Uh, it is film. a comic book. I mean, it's, it's an alien. That's, that that's comes, I mean, that's, that's science fiction. That's fine. I mean... Literally, like every comic book movie is considered science fiction. It, I don't in have some fashion, like a whole bunch. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, no, I mean, obviously, I wouldn't put like Batman in there. Or no, anything, but you know, I would put like you know, I mean, it, the Flash. And, I mean, well, I mean, like it's more crime noir. I would say. Than, than, than I mean, anything. it's it's got a lot more elements sure. than science fiction. But those are my twenty-five through twenty-one. Okay. Uh, my number 20 is going to make a lot of people mad because I, I bet mine makes it worse. <laughs> I have a feeling people have this a lot higher on their list. Oh, they're going to be shocked. This movie's even on my list. <laughs> uh, and that is 1968's 2001 Space Odyssey, um, directed by Stanley Kubrick, uh, starring uh, Carrie Duella, um, Gary Lockwood. It, uh, Four, four Oscar nominations. It won uh, once. It's also uh, preserved by the Film Society now as, as like a taking care of film uh, as culturally relevant. Um, I saw this maybe 12 years ago. And, you know, of course, everybody had talked about how much, how great it is. And so I, I went into it and it, it's harder to watch now with a modern view because it has a very slow burn, but um, theatrically and um, in terms of direction, it's 
very technically well made. It, it's gorgeous to look at. It's, the uh, sound quality is incredible. Just what Kubrick was able to accomplish in '68 is amazing. You know, you you get a film that is almost all visual. Um, there's not a lot of you know script in here in general, and it has. Um, it's really split people on if this is a nihilistic approach on the human race or it's more of this optimistic one you know it has so much like ambiguity to it uh and you know you i, I definitely have to tip my hat because you know without this you know you don't inspire so many other films uh what's your number 20 um my number 20 is the 1996 alien invasion film independence day okay okay uh, uh this I, I remember watching the preview. It they first showed the preview during the Super Bowl yeah. that year, and I was like, "What movie is this?" <laughs> it blew me away. Like, Welcome to Earth. And it, like, I, I guess like it was. It's been a while since they had a, any kind of destruction movie. Yeah. So like this came out, and like the aliens just came and just wiped the floor. Who directed that? Uh, it's the guy who does all those. Roland Emmerich. Yeah, the guy who does all the disaster movies. Yeah, and that's his best one. All his other ones are crap, pretty much. But that's definitely his best. It, one. It's but, definitely. Super blockbustery popcorn, you know. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, it's, it's got really all the action lines, but it's just so it's so cheesy in a way. But it's just it's so much. You fun. know what? That's one of the first films that I saw, and I was like, that was a dumb ending. Like, like, like. Well, I was. See, I, what year was that? Ninety six. Uh, I was thirteen. I saw it, and I was like, even as a kid, I was like, wait. So you're telling me that they took a Windows computer into space and then gave this advanced civilization like a basic Trojan horse virus from us. It's kind of interesting. And it shut them because down. Come on, bro. people like people were talking about that. Yeah. And they like got all these theories like why that would probably work. Sure. It's because like they the alien group was a hive mind. So they they would never have viruses or anything. Like they, sure. they, they are all as like one race, one being almost that like they're not like humans that we yeah. just try to kill each other and do all that stuff. So the idea that like there's no way they would know about Based on your thought, yes. thought theory there, I love the idea that there's like an older mom alien and she's like, oh, I got an email. It's <laughs> like immediately starts clicking all the links, you know, oh, yeah. and like it just shuts down the entire I mean, thing. The most, I mean, there's no way like it should work in space. We have bad internet here on Earth. I don't know how it works in space. That's full Bluetooth. But, everything else. Yeah. yeah. But it's just so much fun. Great I mean, stuff. it's got great lunch. Welcome to Earth. Welcome to Earth. So I'm going to give me another ship. A lot of all your friends right next to me. So good. Uh, my number 19 is uh, 2002's Minority Report, uh, directed by Steven Spielberg, starring Tom Cruise, Colin Farrell. Uh, it only won one Oscar. Um, I'm sorry, it, it was only nominated for one Oscar. And what's crazy is that when it came out, it wasn't received that well critically. Um, and over the time, it's some people think it might be both Tom Cruise and Spielberg's best film the last, you know, 20 years or something or whatever. You know, it, it, it just, it's one of those films that I think it came out, people thought it was like a visual, you know, puke fest. It was just nonstop effects. But there's so many amazing ideas in it about, you know, about technology, technology, yeah. about our, you know, judicial system, you know, and just so many things about, about you know, from morality and stuff. Even just the way advertising is done in the movie. Yeah, how man. It, like, um, get your eyes and it talks straight to you and stuff. It's super cool and sleek. Uh, I, I've always really enjoyed it. Yeah. It might have a little bit too long of like a runtime. Um, I think that, that it drags a little bit in the third act, and that's why people don't leave as happy but yeah. there's some really amazing moments in that film you know it's it's very thrilling at times and like you know with tom cruise and everything you know i, I think does tom cruise run in this movie always <laughs> um i mean this is easily i because th- it came on you know too i think it might be spielberg's best work um in, in that era maybe i'm, I'm not sure it's if, so much better than ai yeah did. uh which which actually got it got delayed because both of them were working on films uh tom cruise was working on mi2 and then he was working on 
on AI at the time. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if Kekpv Can came out before after this. I think it came out around the same time, but uh, it came out before. Yeah, I, think. I, I feel like Spielberg really hit these hit both those out of the park. Oh, he did. Uh, one thing I like about Minority Report is the whole question, like they did it in the comic book Civil War Two, like War, yeah, just the two, whole yeah. idea of like if you know they're going to do a crime, can you? Is it okay to arrest them yeah. for? It? And that's just, I mean, science fiction wise, that's just like good science fiction movies make you think. Yeah, I mean, and that's like a really cool concept. The film itself, and also this was supposed to have been uh, a sequel to uh, Total Recall. Oh, okay. but uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was doing um, T three at, at the time, whatever, and so he he, uh, he had a big mistake. <laughs> he couldn't work on it or whatever. But yeah, big. so it was originally based on a novel by Philip K. Dick, who of course um, uh, was the basis of the for the movie uh, Blade Runner and stuff, or whatever. Um, and yeah, so I mean, like you know, he had uh, him and like Isaac Asimov had these like really ambiguous takes on like technology and stuff like like, like forever ago it's great stuff what's your number 19 uh, my number 19 is 2014's guardians of the galaxy i i thought about putting them on here but uh, it's one of my favorite comic book movies of course but science fiction wise it's like the science fiction of comic book movies sure. it's set in space it's got the classic story human gets abducted and then lives in space, and it's just—it's so much classic fun. story. It's classic. It's Godfather Four. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but it's just—it's so much fun. So many different races, and it helps. Like in the MCU, it really like shows you the world outside Earth, yeah. and it's world building, and it's—it's it's a lot of fun. The soundtrack's amazing. It, very, very. Fun. Yeah. So it's—it's it's so much fun to see. That's my number nineteen. Yeah, I mean, like I, when I was doing YouTube, like forever ago, that was one of the first uh, videos I did, and its soundtrack was the first movie soundtrack to go platinum in like fucking like twenty something years or whatever. And like you know, and and not only that, but it's the, it was the first soundtrack ever to not have any original songs. So like, uh, so like every song on there is just hits from from like other you know eras and stuff. So very, very cool. Um, That's cool. My number eighteen. Is uh, 2006 Children of Men, directed by uh, Alfonso Cuaron, uh, starring Clive Owen, Julian Moore. Uh, this got three Oscar nominations. It was um, talked about being the best movie of that year. Um, it didn't win all, all of its awards and stuff, whatever, but just incredible take on um, this post-apocalypse uh, dystopia future where women can't give birth anymore um, and just seeing how uh, how the government is just, you know, destroying lives and everything and, and just uh, incredible performances from Clive Owens. I believe Michael Caine's also in this. Uh, there's some really cool one take action scenes in this. I, I'm not sure if you've watched this before. This one. There's this uh, really great scene where they're in a car and they're driving the woods and these bandits come out uh, trying because he's, they know that he has this girl who's uh, uh, like pregnant. She's the first naturally born pregnant person in like, you know, forever. And so they're trying to get her somewhere. And um, he goes from outside the car and then he slides into the car. And then it's this long one take of it doing like a 360 in the car. And there's action sequences happening. All it's, fucking like it just so like invigorating and it's really cool to, to watch how it was done and how they had to like chop holes in the roof and stuff and move things and, and people are constantly spinning the camera to each other and stuff it's great um but uh definitely awesome movie um it's one of those films that we talked about with, you know with like inception and stuff that <laughs> it's where the technology isn't so advanced that they have like like you know, crazy laser guns it's just like you know a believable future it's really okay. cool. 
Uh, my number was it 18? eighteen is Minority Report. Actually, okay. yeah. yeah. So we just talked about that. Yeah. Uh, what's your number seventeen? I'm number seventeen. I'm going to stick with Steven Spielberg. Actually, and I know you're not a big fan of this movie. Okay, but oh, it's God. Ready Player One. And I, I mean, we did a video. Yeah. We did something and like that. If we could live in any movie world, that's the one we want to live in. The technology is so, just so much fun. But like it I, feels like you're cheating, though. You know, because I don't know like, oh, but I mean, like, I don't know, it's it's so science fiction. Fair, it's the whole fair. movie science fiction. No, that's fair. And it's just I don't know. That's just I love that world. I love the book. I like the movie because yeah. I also saw the movie, then read the book. And everyone I know who read the book and then saw the movie do not like the movie. Yeah. I actually love both. So um, yeah, this is one of those things where I was talking about um, with, you know, with Spielberg. Where, yeah. You know, you you want you. It's, what's crazy is that you you had Minority Report and then yeah. and this and there's such a juxtaposition here where you've got you know what uh, what's what uh, Ray Perry one came out like 2017 18 uh, 18 18. Uh, so there's like a 16 year period there, and at this point you know I really feel like he's lost his his voice he's lost what 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 made him relevant and, and and his style is gone and this is just like complete visual throw up it's just I mean, I like think it is very visual but like a lot of people don't like it because he had to change so much yeah from the book and i mean you have to like in the first book like i think like the first challenge is he's got to be joust that doesn't yeah. translate you, well. You talked about that, I know. and, and that's just, that's doesn't. where a director has to come in and, and, I, I, and, and make made, it visual. He made this really visual, really cool. But race. the race could have been better. You know, it's it's so basic. Well, it's, it's, it's a long movie. They can't have it's it like for yeah, no, no, no. But I'm I mean, saying solves it really quick by going backwards. We've, and all that. we've yeah. argued about this, but I, I've always felt like you know, if you're going to do a race. Make it first of all. None of this in the movie feels like I'm watching a person play a video game. It feels like like I'm watching cutscenes, you know. So it's like like I said, I don't think Spielberg understands what a fucking video game even is because he was born in like the fucking forties, right? So, I mean, let me watch Mario Kart and and, and them get power ups and boost and, and and their cars get guns all of a sudden, you know. Just make it more fucking you know like a video game and, and they're getting high scores and there's there's like warp, just, just make it fun. Instead, I'm just watching people do things on a screen, you know. So I don't know. Uh, I, I thought it was fun. I love the DeLorean. It was awesome. <laughs> I, so much fun. I also wasn't a big fan of the book either. So, you know, yeah, okay. it's what it is. Uh, my number 17 is another classic. It's going to get me in trouble for having it so low on my list. And that is 1982's Blade Runner, um, directed by Ridley Scott, starring Harrison Ford and Rugger Hauer. This got uh, two Oscar nominations, and it's um, kind of pushed as the reason why cyberpunk is a thing today um there's some amazing visual effects uh the, if you could go on online to youtube watch uh, quarter digital they go through a lot of um how they got the shots that they got and stuff and it's just the people who made movies in like the 60s 70s and 80s and stuff without any type of real visual effects where it's, it's all practical it, it's all it's all like in camera stuff are just so ingenious, like in terms of what they accomplish and how they thought around problems to get like these giant landscape shots of of like ships and cities. So so just just cool. Um, Blade Runner um, is a little slow for some people, and of course, really Scott had like nineteen director cuts, you know, that came out and stuff. You know, you don't really know which one you're watching. See, that's the problem where I have with the movie. I think like the first time I watched it was uh, the director's cut that came out and stuff like that. I couldn't even finish it. Yeah. Like, I, I was kind of bored, and I kept falling asleep every time I watched it. Yeah, and I'll say, like, when, when, I, when I tried to watch it in high school, I, I also fell asleep, and then in my, my 20s, I watched it again. And um, at that at that point, I, I liked more, you know, slower, nuanced films and stuff. Yeah. And, and, and this really spoke about, you know, what makes you human and stuff, and the, the you know, Turing test, and and then all that, you know, in it's just great. And then, like, you know, 
Rucker Howard's, you know, talking points at the end, you know, it, yeah. it's, it's great. The speech is good. Yeah. Uh, what's your number 17? Uh, my number 17, or is, are we on 17 or 16? I can't remember. Uh, is Inception 2010. Uh, I guess we didn't really talk about it because it was in your yeah. 25 through. But it's just, I love the world they build with the whole dream sequence. That technology is yeah. really a lot of fun. It's shot well with Christopher Nolan and everything it's just it's a i mean the cast is amazing it's just a roller coaster of a movie and i really enjoy it yeah no i mean like it, it, it's it's been a few of my lists um it'll probably be on one more at this point maybe crime or something maybe crime or action i, I can't remember if it's on my action list or not um but uh yeah no it's great um you know awesome cast you know for no one i think this is no one like like at his peak yeah. at, at this point uh super like inventive ideas really cool script you know great and and, and i know that people are like oh you know just because it's confusing doesn't mean it's good it's like i know i get that but like you know it's i i, I love that there's levels and layers yeah. and like you know there's a lot of like this like ambiguous nature to is he asleep or not at the end i love all that um my number 16 i was only gonna have one star wars film um and i decided to go with empire strikes back um it's, it's my favorite of the films uh came out in 1980 directed by erwin kirshner starring of course mark hamill harris ford carrie fisher and everybody else you know i haven't seen that one uh, yeah no, no, it's not bad um had three oscar nominations it won once and it has also been preserved by the film society which is kind of funny um because a few of george lucas's movies uh cannot be uh, and also uh, spielberg's movies cannot be because they've gone back so much and changed, and, and changed them that they don't have have the the like original cuts and so that they, they can't even uh you know, present them and stuff to, to actually be like and preserve because it's not the actual you know first cut and everything great stuff but anyways hmm. um empire uh i think is the best paced of the films it has the best script um i you get to know more about the characters which i love it really opens, the secret is revealed yeah uh it really opens up the world you know and, and you get to, to, to just know more about what's going on you know like Boba Fett and like you know and then like Cloud City I mean, you and get, yeah you get different worlds yeah you yeah get, I love you all get that Hoth, you get uh, Cloud City like you said you get uh, Dagobah yeah and stuff like that so yeah. uh, you meet I, Master Yoda meet Master Yoda um, you, you of course get you know Luke you know you know <laughs> and, and Darth Vader the yeah. whole twist of him being his father no, no that's impossible yeah um yeah so all that is great um it, it still looks really really great and there's such a good mixture of of in camera of of uses of like stop motion um certain newer visual effects at that time or whatever and it's just like a lot of fun it's the great. dark side wins yeah it's, it's awesome it's so awesome. good uh was was inception your number 16 uh yes okay what's your number 15 uh the fly okay i i thought about having this on there but i, I didn't feel right because i haven't seen it in like 20 years uh it is uh what's his name uh, i can't i can talk like I'm gonna, uh, go, 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 uh, jeff goldblum yes thank you uh it's uh gina a davis fly. yeah it's a fly but it's so like simple it's like hey you know simple plot just like hey i'm gonna i'm trying to like he, teleport myself and stuff like yeah. that and he just makes one it's like every comic book it's like you make one <laughs> little mistake and he pretty much transforms into a fly that's david Cronenberg, right i think so okay uh but it's it's so creepy and the science fiction like you know this was i thought i didn't get the year uh i think it's late 80s i might be mid 80s i don't know if it's yeah. late 80s but i mean it's probably like 86 or something okay but, but yeah. i mean like the effects are just it's so it's creepy yeah. and stuff yeah. and it's so it much great. fun uh gina davis is great and she's beautiful and smart as ever i didn't know she's like super smart in real life too oh okay yeah, uh, but uh, her and Jeff Goldblum, I think they were even dating on time when they were gotcha. 
Do you know what I mean? It's just uh, he turns into a fly, and the it's just it's just I don't know, so much fun. Uh, like he slowly his skin starts going yeah, off yep. and stuff, and it's just well, yeah. So I mean, like you know, I, I love that when it first happens, he doesn't realize that there's been like this like you know, cross like you know thing with the fly and the in the like telepod or whatever, and he, he just starts to get like you know uh, like strength str- yeah. and stuff, and he can climb walls and shit. His hair looks great. Yeah, his hair <laughs> looks great, and, and then he goes into the bar and he like uh, arm muscles that guy or something like and breaks his freaking arm off or whatever. And the whole scene of him, like in the mirror, peeling his face, you know, looks amazing. And and then of course at the end when he's like begging her, you know, you know, fucking kill me, and his entire what's left of his skin comes off, and he's just like, ugh, it's just it's so it's gross, so, it's, it's so, so gross. gross. It's such like this body dysmorphia, you know, uh, you know, just perfect like a Cronenberg stuff. Uh, my number fifteen is Mad Max Fury Road, uh, directed by George Miller in 2015, starring Tom Hardy, Charlize Theron. Uh, I did not know that its 10 Oscar nominations that year were worth the most of any other film. I, I'm actually, I you six. have it shocked so high. Oh, really? Yeah, I, thought, I mean, you love that movie. I do, yeah. I do, but 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 as, as a purely science fiction movie, you know, okay. I felt I felt weird having it higher than this. And, and, and for a while, I, I fought back and forth myself on even <laughs> having it, because while I... It is a post-apocalyptic world, and so there is some kind of science fiction science nature fiction, yeah. in general. I don't think anything they're doing it, it really justifies science fiction, and it's also crazy that um, I, I, I so far I only have Mad Max Fury Road on my list for for all, for all the Mad Max films or whatever. Um, even though I, I I like the first two and everything, you know, uh, I just I haven't put them on here yet because I, I love Fury Road so much. But you know, all at some point get get born to why like I love this movie so much. Um, what uh, that was your fifteen, right? The, the Fly. Uh, yes. Okay. What's your fourteen? Nineteen eighty seven's RoboCop. Okay. Uh, it's, a, it's the story of a guy gets blown away and gets turned into a machine, and they <laughs> want to do a brand new kind of cop in this crime ridden city of Detroit. And it is so badass. <laughs> okay, he, he just like for you know, movie came out in '87 stuff. They yeah. did a hell of a job of making him look cool, yeah. which is very hard to kind of do. But he looks cool, and I mean, he just goes around. He's still one of the best guns I've ever seen in the movie. Yeah. It's this huge hand. I, I love that. There's there's so much more to say about this movie, oh, yeah. and and your entire thing is I just like it, it's just all the action it, stuff. It, oh, the action, I mean, it um, is, but the action stuff is. It's, it's also on my list, so I'll, I'll talk uh, you more need about to go the, more into the, it. the 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 sad tire and the nuance of the film and stuff mean, or whatever. That's fine. But man, the gun, <laughs> like, the yeah, technology good. of the gun is so good and they've not made a better gun since in any movie ever. It's the coolest gun that goes into a side. It's so, so much fun. My number 14 is, is a sequel and that is 1986's Aliens uh, directed by uh, I'm sorry, uh, James Cameron uh, starring Scorny Weaver, Michael Biehn. Um, this got seven Oscar nominations and it got two wins. Um and I, I I love aliens. It uh, yeah, I'm shocked you have it so high. Well, I mean, like I, I've got the first one higher uh, okay. on here as well. Um, but it was like it was such a hard act to follow in general because Alien was so well received. It's it's still heralded as the greatest science fiction horror movie ever. Uh, and and so James Cameron was like, how can I? one up it but keep it in the same world and you know it just puts like like these like vietnam-esque soldiers in space basically you know and and he makes like this really badass action movie as well but their their failure is what makes it scary and that like all their tech just doesn't it just doesn't matter and uh I, I, there's this incredible fight scene at the end with her like in the power loader and everything yeah. and and i i love you know <laughs> Lance Hendricks uh, as like Bishop is this amazing like android, uh, just fun cast. There, there there's so many great bits here. Um, 
Originally, did you know that Hicks was supposed to be James Remar? Yeah. Um, but he, he, he got in trouble with cocaine over in England. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah. And uh, and so um, James Cameron uh, called up Bean um, after they had started you know doing stuff. So, Terminator and stuff, yeah. So, so he, you know, and what, what sucks is that so before shooting, he had all of them go through a, a boot camp together, all the soldiers, so that they had a, a natural you know chemistry together. And then he let all of them... Um, uh, put artwork on their armors. So, so if you, if you go through it, look at it. Everybody's armor, like, it's got like you know different, uh, you know, like like words on it, like and stickers and all types of cool shit or whatever. And so, uh, Michael Bean just got his armor because you know he didn't get to do any of the uh, the fun stuff or whatever thing. But, but it, it, what's great is that like you know he he does lack the same chemistry, but it works because he plays Hicks as this lone wolf on the outskirts. And so, like you know, he's just his cooler. The new character, and so it, so it makes it fit and stuff. It's, it's like he's really also cool. in a way the leader, so like yeah, yeah he yeah. takes like a leadership role. So he he's supposed to kind of stand out in that way. Yeah. Uh, what's your number fourteen or no uh, 13. fourteen? Yeah, yeah, uh, is nineteen nineties Total Recall starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, I went back and forth on this one. Too. I love the story. Well, it's great. It's, yeah. it's a great story. Uh, it's another um, story written by Phil K. Dick. Yeah, and uh, no, it's about a guy like in, it. Kind of has that Inception thing where like, is he dreaming the whole time or not? Yeah, and stuff. But he goes and gets his mind wiped, and he becomes like this new person. And I don't know. It's it's a really kind of complicated movie to kind of describe. But it's just it has, it's a great you know action movie science fiction. It has like it shows you a new world of Mars, a uh, whole new world, a, a, like how Earth has changed. Uh, it's got a girl with three boobs. I mean that's science fiction right there. That's the dream. <laughs> Hell man, I got seventeen kids. <laughs> but it's it's got like you know Mars has got mutants and they don't have air yeah. and it's just it's so much fun to watch. Arnold's one of his I think better movies and stuff like that. It's I, like I kind of think it's kind of cool that my, I didn't know Minority. Report was supposed to be kind of like yeah, a sequel to yeah. it, so yeah. That's I think cool. this uh, story was "We Can Remember It for You for Less" is, is what the original title. I think it's like a short story, uh, but yeah, it's, it's all about um, there's this technology where, where where people can go into this um, office. They you know, pay a certain amount of money, and they basically give you like like you sleep in the chair, and then you get these like really cool dreams of you, Vanilla Sky. Yeah, of, of you as like as like a superhero, or 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 in this case, um, he's like a special agent or something, right? And um, and in the movie, um, he wakes up and he thinks that people like are trying to kill him. And what's great is that there's a lot of you know also like ambiguity here because like you know you never know if he's dreaming or not and 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 just based on how it ends and certain little like you know easter eggs here and there so it's one of those things that people like have been arguing about for you know just years on if he was asleep or or if it's if, if this is all or it's simulation. If it, if he was actually quaid ever yeah yeah it's great like, yeah. It's, like they say like you were this other guy we changed your mind yeah and stuff so like you never know who he actually was yeah. and it's really it's Very a cool. lot of fun uh my number 13 something you already had in your list and that is ex machina came out in 2014 directed by alex garland uh starring oscar isaac uh donald gleason um alicia vincander and it had two oscar nominations and it had one win i believe for visual effects uh and things that we've already talked about um i i love it's such a small cast it's a very intimate story um, it shows that you can make an amazing science fiction film with a small budget, um, as long as your script is really strong. And just it's just how it's set up is just really great in terms of Oscar Isaac wants to. He's basically, he's built this new technology. Um, who is I believe her name is like is this Ava or or Eva in the in the movie. I, I can't remember which one it is, but um, she's. 
she's passed the the Turing test. And for people for people that don't know what the Turing test is, is that is a system of questions that you can ask um, AI to see if they give human responses. Um, and it's something that was uh, developed by Alan Turing. I forget. I think in like the seventies or eighties or something. But it's constantly referenced in film and stuff. Uh, and so she she's passed it. And so um, Oscar Isaac's character wants this guy who thinks that he's won a contest um, to see if he can question her to to see if, if he can get like a human connection with her. Um, and then like you know there's just all this like you know subterfuge and if uh, Oscar Isaac is is a scumbag or or if he's holding her hostage and it's just great because she's just using them both against each other and she's like to figure out how to escape and go to the world just fucking great uh, my number 12 um, is another classic uh, I wish I could have had it higher but I just didn't make it and that is 1984's Ghostbusters directed by Ivan Reitman uh, starring Bill Murray Dan Aykroyd Gwen Weaver Harold Ramis uh, uh, fucking what the, Eddie Hudson Hudson I can, I can think of his name uh, Rannis this had two Oscar nominations um, I, I think this I don't feel this definitely put Bill Murray in the star stratosphere yeah it, it blockbuster you know definitely. he was he was already up and coming from like Stripes and things Saturday like that you know, Caddyshack uh, this this solidified him um, and, and over time this has become uh, heralded as uh, one, well, not only one of the best comedies of all time, but also one of the best, like you know, science fiction movies as well. Like you know, and, and some people yeah. feel that the first one's a little scary as well. There's definitely more horror elements yeah. that 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 didn't follow later. But I mean, like from the very first scene of the of the ghost in the the library, and she's like moving around and stuff. You know, there's so many get her, <laughs> get her. Yeah, uh, there, there's so many great visual gags. The script is so so it's almost perfect. Yeah. It's, it's so great in terms of how it's paced every act is really strong all the character work is great um built i mean every everybody's line delivery is not it doesn't feel like it's copy paste everybody is completely in, in their character it's fucking amazing like you know i i mean like bill murray's deadpan is just oh god he's so he's so great in this and then like he's that true it is true. This man has no, <laughs> dick. Man has no dick. And then, like, Harold Ramis, you know, as, as Egon is so, you know, just over the top. It's a big Twinkie. It's, it's almost like, like Abed in, like, yeah. you know, in like your comedian stuff. You but know? he's science and not you know, yeah, pop culture. Yeah. And it's, it's just great. And, and then you got, like, Dan Aykroyd, who, who's a lot like that in real life, where, where he fully believes in, in aliens yeah. and ghosts and shit and stuff or whatever and getting a blowjob and, and you know, <laughs> everything. Um, but, you know, what's crazy is that I believe Arnie Hudson, um, in the original script, yeah. um, he, he was introduced a lot earlier. And he was supposed to be Eddie Murphy. Um, and it, once a character got, it, it, it kept getting cut back. Eddie Murphy was like, "Yeah, I'm good. I don't want to be this anymore." Because like he was supposed to, to have come in, I think in the first ten pages, and then they he got moved back to like in like the forty or something or whatever range, and and then you know so he was supposed to have had a much bigger part, and then of course uh, John Belushi was supposed to have also been in it, and instead they uh, turned him into like Slimer instead or whatever, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just just classic movie all around. What's your number? Uh, was it twelve? Uh, yeah. Uh, was it twelve or eleven? Uh, yeah, twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Uh, and here it is. Uh, okay. The 15 Oscar winner movie, 1986 Transformers. <laughs> wow. I, I thought it would be much higher. No, it's uh, number 12. Uh, well, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> How many Oscars? Oh, it won 15. It did not win it 15 okay, Oscars. It might have been 14. I don't know. It was so many. <laughs> I mean, it's like swept everything. Uh, but, uh, you know, 
my love of this movie. It's just I love Transformers. I yeah. just think it's such a great world. How just the idea of like you know Cybertron, true. And this <laughs> was the greatest of them. Like they're like, hey, how do we go big? And they're like, let's have a planet. Let's have an actual <laughs> big <laughs> Transformer. They're like they created Ego before there was an Ego. Like and it's Unicron voiced by the Orson late Wells. great Orson Welles. And the set, I mean the uh, the voice actors in this movie from Judd Nelson, yeah, to Leonard Nimoy to the Micro Machine guy. <laughs> I don't know that guy's name. A weird Al Yankovic. <coughs> oh yeah, he does. <laughs> dare to be stupid. Dare to be stupid. I mean, the soundtrack is a banger. Yeah. All, all fifteen songs. <laughs> it's, it's all. It's all. It's a banger. Okay. But um, it's literally like going to be many, one of mine. How many copies in media do you have? In I this probably film? have about five. About five I have, versions. Uh, yeah, because I have like I think I have a DVD. Mm-hmm. I have like two Blu-ray. Maybe it's four. I have a VHS. So I think it's four. I have. I'm gonna find a laser disc for you. A laser disc, just so you can have it. Oh yeah. I'm I'm, I'm trying to get you. The, every, it's, I mean, every it's surprising. Version. Like, there, there's a lot of people that like collect different copies of this movie. I see it all the time on the internet, <laughs> on Twitter and stuff. Like people, like I follow people that like will post stuff about the movie. That I feel like, like drawings, whatever they did, and like they'll get they want like European versions of the movie. Oh, and crazy. Like, it's it's so it's really. Kind I of feel cool. like you're in a Transformers fucking support group or whatever, and like it's, it's, like, it's not weird. Other people do it or whatever. Yeah. Everyone likes it. <laughs> Uh, my number 11 um, is 2016's Arrival, directed by Denis Villeneuve, uh, starring Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner. Uh, this was a nominated for eight Oscars, only had one win. Um, this is an incredible film uh, about, um, it, it's such the reverse. Like, like, like There's so many films where aliens invade and there's like 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 independence day and invasion body snatchers and like there's this big fight or whatever and this is not that um this is all about amy adams character is a master in linguistics uh, and 12 of these giant ships land on earth in these different countries and she is brought in to 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 help translate and figure out how they're trying to speak to us and so there's just all, all this really cool stuff about about language and everything and what's great about it is you find out that um like i don't want to spoil it for anybody whatever but like Actually, yeah i hadn't seen it <laughs> it's 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 an amazing film uh jim renner's incredible in it amy adams i don't know how she didn't get the like oscar for this she's so good in this um and basically they're they're trying to figure out what's going on and you keep getting all these visions of her and Jim Renner with you know a kid and stuff, and it's just oh, it's, I, I, I can't talk about it without spoiling it. It's great. It's one of those movies that like always wanted to see. And yeah. I just never got around to it. I, I, forgot, I, I forget I, about I it. I also wanted to see it. We um, I randomly saw it on, on like a cruise ship. We were we were outside. And it came on. And I was I was like, hey guys, I'm, I'm just gonna chill and watch this. I, I was like, you know, I had a chance, and it had me hooked from like the, the like very beginning. It, it That's just, two grand you ever spent. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, very cool. Uh, what's your number eleven? Uh, my number eleven is nineteen ninety seven. Starship Troopers. It is a cheesy, but it's just done in this weird way where they like a weird kind of satire that just mm-hmm. sh- kind of shows how the world really is. And I don't know. It's it's a lot of fun. It's you know they have like the world is kind of all governed in a way like like they have like this you know space force whatever. I guess they're just called Starship Troopers whatever. But uh, I forgot what what is what is do you remember what the group is called? What like. Like their army, uh, they're, they're called like being like a 
I don't know. I know they're I don't know. It's like I a citizen remember. or something. I, I forget what it they, is. You know, so like, uh, and then there's these aliens and they're just bugs and yeah. they shoot meteorites at Earth and stuff like that. And they, you know, like when you leave, you can go to college or you can sign up for this army of do space travel and you can get careers that way. It's just, I don't know. The way they do it is the satire of like showing, like, I don't know. I don't know how to even explain it, but it's like they do it through these like infomercials kind of during. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. And if you get a chance, please watch it. I mean, take I'm, with a grain of salt. I'm, I'm glad this is on your, your list. So, like, because it, it was like 22 for me, so like I couldn't talk about it. Uh, it came out in 1997, directed by uh, Paul Verhoeven, starring Catra Van Dien, uh, Dina Meyer, Denise Richards. What's crazy about it is so the, the, the source material that it came from, the guy that wrote it um, was very pro military. And so everything in the in the book was very about you know he he fully believed that everybody needed to serve in the army and do these things or whatever. So Paul Verhoeven, much like RoboCop, um, there's a lot of satire here. There's a lot of uh, you know social nuance and stuff. And so critics hated it originally because they thought it was a paint by numbers. Uh, fascist style movie about like about loving um, war and stuff, right? And it wasn't till years later that people went went back after all the hubbub had died about it because a lot of people. I'm assuming that a lot of these critics just didn't like the book and so immediately thought that that was going to be the same thing, and then they went back and saw, oh, this is actually the opposite of that. This is this is satire glor- showing like this like glorification. And why it's bad and why it's wrong and da 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 and all these little like you know, like comedy takes about about everything and stuff. So uh, I went to us in in theaters. I think it was fifteen. We, we got done playing D anD D when I was young. We we're like, hey, let's go take check out this movie. And when I was a kid, I liked it because it was super violent, and I loved all the bugs and stuff. And then when I watched it as an adult, I, I got so much more of it and stuff. Yeah, I was the same way. So, uh, but you know, I agree. I mean, I mean, like it's on my list. Uh, it's a very, very good movie. Uh, my number ten, as we're in in the top ten here, is nineteen eighty seven's Predator, uh, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers, directed by uh, John McTiernan. Um, it's another film that when it came out, uh, people thought it was very generic. It was boring. Um, it didn't really have a lot to say. It wasn't until later that it's become one of the most talked about action movies, most talked about like you know science fiction style movies and stuff. Um, and there's just so much to love here. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger during this time was was this massive action star and like you know he was killing everybody in all these movies and stuff or whatever and so it was so cool to see him go up against and him and these other macho super soldiers and stuff. Like, who are the biggest people on the planet yeah you know everybody's like completely jacked you know just all these things all these big guns there, there's this whole scene of them taking out a whole village of just bad guys or whatever and just so absurd that they're all badasses and the horror of them being almost helpless against this hunter that is like it has landed and you know and, and a lot of people didn't like it because it, it didn't explain a lot you know about why it was there and stuff and everything and it's like you know but now you know people know why it's there and stuff but uh there's just so many cool visual effects and just gory scenes and stuff you know when like you know call weather's arms are getting chopped off and stuff and that dude's chest explodes yeah and, and like you know uh Bull Duke, finally, you know, finally, like you know, is you know, he's hiding, he sees him, and he, and he sees through his cloak, and he's he's trying to like you know, travel around, but of course the, the fucking predator's cheating. He's got fucking infrared vision, so of course he can see him, and he pops up on the thing and just takes his spear and spikes his head. It's like, fucking great. I don't know if you told me or something, but uh, like that predator vision, like they had to create that. Yeah, like, it yeah. wasn't. Uh, and what's what's crazy is that um, 
Westworld, which I think was on my list earlier, yeah. uh, but I didn't talk about it. Um, they they actually um, were the first people to ever do a visual feed like that of like a heads up style, you know, like you know, for for, for their film and stuff and everything. So like like they were the first, but yeah, the uh, you know the like predator, you know, had to create a lot of effects and stuff or whatever. Uh, but you know, just cool. Just, it's, just, it's really cool. Very cool movie. Uh, what's your number ten? Uh, my number ten is 2014's Edge of Tomorrow. Okay. Starring Tom Cruise, directed by Doug Lyman, uh, Emily Blunt, Bill Baxton, and stuff. Uh, it's, uh, it's just a movie about a guy who kind of, this alien technology takes over over him, and he can pretty much repeat the uh, day yeah. groundhog style. And he's, like a, he's just kind of a politician, and because he can repeat the day every day, he just learned skills and he like becomes now the ultimate soldier. Yeah. And he memorizes how the day goes and like every day he wakes up and he has to go to this war and he memorizes how the war goes. Yeah. Every day and he's trying to get further and further. And then it's just I love like kind of time movies. So the technology is just really cool about repeating the day and stuff yeah. like that. And it's a really cool way. Like I've only seen it like in Groundhog's Day. And stuff like that with the whole repeat the um, day. It's so also, to see an action movie like this, they did it in a horror movie. I know. Uh, Happy Death Day. Yeah, Happy Death Day. I think that came out after this. It did. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just it was cool to say, hey, like you know, like they saw how Groundhog's Day, how they used it, and like, what if you did that and it was like an action movie and like to really exploit all the, to make Tom Cruise just like at the beginning a wuss and all of a sudden he's a badass by the end of the movie. It's so much. Yeah, fun what's funny is that like I don't know if he's a badass or if he just knows, knows so much yeah. that like you know he, he can just do things or whatever, which is which is a lot like Groundhog's Day where yeah. you know people like like there's that scene of him uh, playing Jeopardy and it's like and he's got all the answers right but it's like Does, he's, he's, he's not smart he's not yeah. smart you know he just he just he just heard them all but I mean I think like in a way like in Groundhog's Day though like by doing a lot of the stuff he does do he you gain the, like some skills to a point and like especially he meets the girl and she trains him she's like we gotta make you better yeah so she yeah. like does train him yeah uh, this is actually based on a manga as well and it, um, I think it's lived I repeat yeah uh, and um, so I, I don't know how much where it came out after Groundhog's Day, but a uh, super fun movie. Um, yeah, we I, saw it together. Yeah, and I think we were both shocked. Like that was yeah, a was good. lot yeah. of fun. Because uh, like it was like like that in Total Recall. I, I went back and forth on having on like like yeah. my list or whatever, but I decided not to. Uh, but no, I mean like it's it's great. Uh, also, um, Emily Blunt was pregnant during this. Yeah. Uh, and, and Tom Cruise didn't know originally, and, and he and got he kicked her in the stomach. He <laughs> got well, he kicked her stomach. Like, like like he he thought she was going half ass and something, and then after he found out that she was pregnant, he was like, oh shit, sorry, you know, like you know, and, and, he, and he like he really liked, like he respected her more for for her going to try. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, totally cool. Uh, what's your number nine? Uh, my number nine is 1997 Contact. Oh, a God. lot of people do not like this I, movie. I don't like this movie. <laughs> yeah, I love this movie. I think it's just a very realistic take of how, like, if we had contact with aliens. Yeah. And I think it's great that, like, I mean, I know people are like, oh, you just see her dad at the end and stuff like that. But I don't know. I find the movie beautiful. I love how, like, they build it and then it gets sabotaged. The machine, they, like, take them and how they get, like, you know, like, it's like numbers and they find out the pattern and it's blueprints to build this big machine that will take you. Yeah. And then at the end, like nobody believes it actually even happened that she fell just straight through. Yeah, but it's all about faith, it. bro. It's all about faith. I mean, it, I don't know. I, I don't know. Matthew McConaughey's in it. He's great. Jody oh, Foster's right, great. Right, right. Yeah. It's just, it's a real, real, I don't know, realistic, almost kind of taken away if like aliens really did kind of contact and how we, how we deal with it. Yeah. And it's got like these, they took footage from like Bill Clinton and stuff and it's just a lot of fun. Well, yeah. So, I mean, like if you like a lot of that, 
that stuff. Um, you do need to see, see like a rival because it, ha- it has a lot of that that same you know, Obama takes of stuff. No, <laughs> just, just a lot about with with how humanity would try to interact yeah. and deal with things, and then it, it, it of course becomes violent because we're uh, like afraid of everything and yeah. stuff. You know, it's great. Uh, my number nine is Terminator Two, uh, nineteen ninety one, directed by James Cameron, starring of course Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Linda Hamilton, Edward Furlong. Uh, this got six nominations for Oscars. Actually, won four. Uh, just like a talk with aliens, um, following up from like a really great um, initial film is always hard. Um, and so James Cameron usually just goes bigger. Uh, you know, the, the, it, it's a good track record. But you know, not only of course does it go bigger, they 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 add on more to the world. They add in the you know T one thousand Robert Patrick is one of the coolest villains of all time you know people don't ever talk to you know about him really but the, the, the fact that he doesn't speak you know he just has this very, like two lines in the whole movie it's so great man um he has this really cool um ability where you know he's this liquid metal or some bullshit where like you know he, you know he gets shot and just doesn't like put him down or whatever so just all of that it makes for a lot of like really fun action sequences it's super 90s at this point you know like you know it's got uh, edward forlong is is great in this uh little hamilton got so jacked and yeah, her she character did. is so different from it's just great great to see her character evolve yeah, yeah how she started as as this damsel who, who was who was like you basically running for her life and she's she's gone as anybody would trying to just to tell people like hey this is what's going to happen we have to fucking change and just and she progressively gets more aggressive because people won't listen to her and so she eventually gets fucking locked up for doing all, all these all these terrorism acts um and and, and she's still training because she knows that 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 they're going to come back for it some fucking time. So I, I, I love, I love all that for her character. Um, it just, uh, just great, man. Just so, so much great. fun, so much fun. Uh, what's your number eight? Uh, my number eight will probably be your number one. Okay, and that is Jurassic Park. Okay, nineteen ninety three, Steven Spielberg. Uh, the science fiction of bringing dinosaurs back to life is so much fun. Yeah, like I mean, I guess ninety three. So I was like thirteen or fourteen when the movie came I was out. Ten. Yeah, and it was just like I mean, the special effects still hold up. Like it, they brought dinosaurs back, and it was that summer was so much fun. Yeah, and just the whole like world of okay, what would we do if dinosaurs and Jeff Goldblum's in it? He's great, and was it Sam Neill? Yeah, Sam Neill playing uh, the archaeologist. Is that right, archaeologist? Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's like they're they're great. It's just it's you know it's just a classic science fiction movie of pretty much. God, man, man makes monster. Monster goes after man and kills man. And it's just, it's so much fun. I know you got it up there, so I'll let you wait to talk God, about it. God makes dinosaur. God kills dinosaur. God makes man. Uh, <laughs> man, man does something. Woman is the earth. Uh, my number eight is something that you already said, and that is Robocop, uh, nineteen eighty-seven, directed by Paul Verhoeven, starring Peter Weller, Nancy Allen. This got three Oscar nominations. It won one. Um, and this is like uh, when originally they, they were looking for directors. Um, Verhoeven was was not really a strong choice, but then he loved the script and he wanted to take it in this um, different different direction and this this over the top satire about action and about corporations and about the the american culture and stuff and there's just so much in here about you know whether it's it's ads on television or if it's just you know how 
how the police force is funded and there's just all these things you know it's fucking great um and then peter weller you know he got picked because everybody because back then you, you could actually put a mask on, on people like it didn't matter and so they they wanted the the face down to have a certain look to it i forget who who the original choice was it, it wasn't peter weller um and then during during uh you know production uh they had to create his his outfit and stuff whatever and in most of the scenes he's not wearing pants because he could walk in it and shit or whatever because it's it was so it, really it was so fucking rigid uh but but he he did all the he trained with his mime to learn how to like walk and stuff and then he started doing it like Paul Verhoeven was like I hate all of that stop doing all of that you know and so they they fought a lot on set and stuff whatever but you know when it came out it was liked and not liked because some people thought it was too violent and then other people understood that it was so overly cartoonishly violent for a reason you know it, it, it was saying something or whatever and so there's just like so many amazing effects still in that super practical uh, great, you know, performances still, um, and it's one of the greatest action movies. Also, it really is. Uh, my number seven is Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Um, directed, it came out in two thousand seventeen. Directed by Denis Villeneuve, uh, starring Ryan Gosling, um, Ana de Armas, uh, Harrison Ford. This won two Oscars, was nominated for six. Um, this is a rare case where I enjoy the sequel more than the original. Um, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about, you know, I don't think you always need to have a sequel. Uh, it's not, I, in a lot of cases, it's just like a money grab. Uh, this is a rare case where they were able to take the original source material and then add on to the world and, 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 and create more story and stuff and, and give you a reason to go back and see more. And it's one, it's fucking gorgeous. And, and I know a lot of people thought it was too slow and stuff and there's, but like, there's so much technically that is just beautiful about this film. This I love the script. I love all the acting. Ryan Gosling is fucking killer in this. Uh, you know, I, I just from from start to finish, I was down down for it. Um, I, I like this more than Dune, uh, which yeah. I, I thought Dune kind of like let me down a little bit. Uh, but this is incredible. I, I watch it at least you know once a year. What's your number seven? Um, my number seven is 2009's Star Trek, directed by J.J. Abrams. Oh, okay. Probably, in my opinion, at least the best reboot that's ever made. Hmm, okay. Like, I don't think anyone's been able to take a franchise and have to start over and just kill it and almost keep the existing franchise that was there and just reboot it. And the acting, Chris Pine, yeah, uh, is great as Captain Kirk, Zachary Quinto, Zoe Saldana. Yeah, I mean, well, that's that's Mrs. Sci-Fi. Yeah, okay, she, she's, in, she's in so many she's, franchises. She's in so many franchises. She's yeah. in every good. Science fiction. Thing. It's like it's like her and Carl Urban. Yeah, They're just in everything together. That they're also in, in this, this movie. Together. In this movie, yeah, that, together. That's the six degrees. Of yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just the way they rebooted it by just doing time travel, yep. and it's simple, but it just it fits and it changes the characters and their arcs. So it's it feels fresh and new. And it's just it's a lot of fun. Like it's very blockbuster in a way and stuff like that but it's just it's very science fiction you get like you're now seeing star trek with so much better special effects and they really like jj Abrams. i mean he loves solar flares so much but just <laughs> lens like flares, lens flares lens flares right uh but he just like the way he just like shows the ship like they did like if you ever watched the very first star trek movie like 20 minutes it's just them showing the ship okay <laughs> the camera just keeps showing like he kind of does a little bit of that just because the ship is just it's it's a main character i mean it's the enterprise yeah like, top three most famous spaceships of all time yeah so galaxy quest was was my 
my, my film of, of Star Trek putting yeah. it on here, whatever. Um, yeah, this one was very, uh, very blockbustery, yeah. as you said. It's super J.J. Abrams. Um, it's it, probably his best film, in my I, opinion. I think a lot of people kind of blame him for this being successful because it, it redefined what Star Trek would become and what what uh, Star, Star Wars, Wars yeah. would, would become, you know? And so I, I know a lot of the Star Trek people are all about the, the super intellectual, um, you know, philosophical talking points, the super sci-fi, not a lot of action, just like, you know, there's a lot of logic behind everything. And this became more of a scene-by-scene action ride, you know? And, 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 and just as a person who doesn't really care about Star Trek or Star Wars, I mean, like, it, it was fun. I liked yeah. it, you know? I mean, I even like the... A lot of people didn't like the sequel. Uh, it's a... Uh Edge of Darkness or something like that. Uh, is that the one with they bring back Khan, Khan and it's yeah, a yeah. Christopher or Cumberbatch, whatever. Yeah. And like a lot of people don't like that. I love fun. that one too. Like good. I, I mean, if I can have just both of these movies right here, that's my number. <laughs> what is it? Seven. Yeah, number seven. Yeah. So that's my number Star Trek six, one which I think is going to be like in your top five. Um, we'll see. Uh, that is 1999's The Matrix, directed by the Wachowskis, starring Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, Carrie Ann Moss. This got uh, four Oscar nominations. It's also preserved. Um, by the film society uh, as being culturally relevant and, and historical. Um, and this movie, man, I remember I was in high school and, uh, you know, the the whole trailer of you, nobody can tell you what the matrix is. You have to see it. And it was so true. Like, 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 like you couldn't just explain it in school. Like, like you had to go and check it out and just see all the layers and stuff. And I was a really big fan of martial arts and anime at the time. And so I, I immediately loved it because there was so much style and, and, and just all the combat. I believe Yun Won Ping uh, did all the choreography here. Um, Kenner Reeves, a fucking badass. Uh, you know, there's so many incredible action sequences. Um, and the Lawrence Fishburne just fighting so much fun. There's so much style to it and flair. Um, it, it created new waves of movie making technology in terms of, of, of like how to do things. Um, it's just, it was, it was a really great start to finish film script wise, action wise, the acts, how it's paced, um, you know, characters, you know, growing and evolving and stuff and everything. Uh, very, very, very good. Uh, yes, it is a great movie. I do have it higher on my list. Yeah. So. What's your number six? Um, my number six is, uh, you've already said this one is Terminator 2, James okay. Cameron. Like you said earlier, it's just, I mean, it changed, like, I don't know how blockbuster and science fiction in early 90s. Yeah. It just, I mean, it was the biggest movie at the time. Like, I, I remember, like, that summer, like, it made, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars and, like, no other movies was doing that. And it just came out and it was, it was all uh, Was that one R? Yeah. Yeah, it was all right. It had rated, to yeah. have been. It had to be. <laughs> It's, PG, it's just man. it's so much fun. I, I had the soundtrack Guns N' Roses was on it. You could be mine. Like I listen to that. So <laughs> Aerosmith, bro. No Aerosmith. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's. We, we talked about it. You know, it's, it's, it's one of the few where the sequel. Out yeah, and I and, and like like I little I mentioned this a little bit. It's very nineties. You know, yeah. in a way that's not fake. Like like I've been watching the that 90s show yeah and that feels like a stranger things hey let's just make everything like oh look at this it's 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 more set and it's yeah. like it's it's too over the top yeah. with, with the 90s references because that, that's not what it was like and this feels very much 90s it feels you know with, you know, with the grungy look and stuff and the clothes and the attitude the arcades and, stuff. and stuff the arcades and stuff you know there's just so many scenes like like when john connor uh, is running from the uh the team 1000 because he's dressed up as a cop and they'd hit up a uh they, they broke into like an atm or something yeah and so and, and so he thinks that like dudes after him whatever you know he's so he's running away and then he sees 
Arnold coming at him, and he's like, "Oh shit!" You know, and so he's seen so many things from his mom. He's like, yeah. "He's like, oh, this motherfucker's you know, he's here to kill me or whatever." Uh, I, I, all that's great. That gun Arnold has, and when he like the sawed off shotgun, <laughs> and he's sitting on the motorcycle flipping it, yeah. to reload. It's like one of the coolest actions. Yeah, that uh, that entire sequence of them in the I, I forget the the exact name of the. Um, the the aqueduct I, I forget exactly yeah. what it's called like like it has a name there in like L A but uh, when it's on his dirt bike and he's, he's in the truck and he's coming after him all that's fucking intense all, all the music is great he, like he's on his motorcycle and he picks him from his motorcycle yeah, and puts him on so, his so good that's so a like, great shot all that's great you know there's just the uh, scene where he has the Gatlin gun out of the oh, windows yeah. so it's just 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 an and incredible death scene sequences. Uh, that the scientist has where he's breathing cool. <laughs> Yeah. It's like one of the most realistic kind of death scenes. It's so good. I, I, I love that that guy plays the scientist. He, plays the scientist. he got that role. They're like, you know what? Scientists, scientists, every movie now, bro. Uh, my number five, guys, we're in our top five. Um, and you might be a little shocked that this is lower on my list than it should be. And that is 1982's The Thing, directed by John Carpenter, uh, starring Kurt Russell, Keith David, Wilford Bremley. Um, I've talked about this a lot. I think, as you said, you know, like classic alien film, yeah. it comes in. And what's great is this alien. Uh, it, it, it infects. It become. It, it, it assimilates. So, like you know, it's an amazing thrill ride. I talked about it on my thrillers. It'll be doing you know, mystery as well. Maybe it's westerns. And westerns probably. Who knows? It's man. got Kurt Russell. It's a western. <laughs> Kurt's wearing a hat at the time. Yeah, you know? exactly. so, uh, yeah just uh, this this alien creature. You know, is is able to to replicate and become somebody else. You know, it's just so it was so new, so scary. Um, all the practical effects now you know back then it was all called gross and, and, and disgusting and da 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 but now it's heralded it's one of the the top of the line uh peak moments of you know prosthetics and and, and, and practical effect and stuff and everything but just fucking incredible awesome cast you, you you get the real fear of of isolation in this um and, and like you can't trust anybody and and there's you know they, you know talk about like technology kind of like aliens 3 like they don't have anything to, to like uh, to fight this fucking thing so so they're, they're carrying like flamethrowers also like alien one yeah you know it's like they you know are, are carrying a flamethrower and even then it doesn't really kill it you know its cells are still moving it's like holy shit this thing won't fucking it's just awesome man super cool uh what's your number five uh, my number five is an alien movie okay it is aliens <laughs> uh part two part two okay yes uh yes aliens james cameron like you said like these last two james cameron he, he does a better sequel than he does maybe an original maybe <laughs> i should go, maybe i was crazy. gonna say I, I should go see avatar, avatar too. too. I, I hadn't seen that yet gotta check that out but i mean yeah he i mean to take a classic movie like alien or even terminator and it's like you know what i want to one up it and he, he can do it and aliens does one up it and it's frightening it's thrilling i talked about it it was in my thriller list and it's just it's just an all-around blockbuster action movie it's, yeah and i mean and it's great science fiction because like you said it's like we're gonna like the first time they fought the alien they had nothing exactly and yeah. this one we're like we're just gonna give them everything yep and because, because they're still gonna because lose there's there's definitely audience members who were like oh like they had some guns or something you know? like, like, no, they, they, they take this guns. thing out and it's like not only do, do they give them guns they give them these like badass pulse rifles fucking smart guns they give yeah. them everything there's fucking 10 of them they have like uh like, like camera body equipment, armor, and, body armor yeah. and they go into it fully cocky and to just get completely eradicated yeah. you know it's so scary that like you know like because because then you're as an audience member like well if that is, i'm not as yeah, tough as yeah. these guys what the hell am i gonna do against these fucking things you know so all 
all that stuff is great, you know. And then there's, you know, of course, so many like amazing effects as oh, well, yeah, and there sure. are things super cool. Game over, man. Game <laughs> over. My number four is 1984's Terminator, uh, directed by James Cameron, Linda Hamilton, Michael Biehn, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, this is this was the original, um, and it was you know a really low budget. You know, nobody had a lot of faith in it. And originally, um, I believe Michael Biehn was supposed to be the Terminator. And they that they wanted it because because the, the whole idea is this thing can mix into society. It looks totally normal, and that's how it gets you. And then they that they changed, and they were like, "Well, it'd be cooler if it was like something that that's like unstoppable." So 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 they wouldn't got like a giant fucking monster like an Arnold Schwarzenegger who's huge. And so instead of it be, being like an everyday man, it became this like unstoppable force. And then that they kept Michael Biehn and let him do. Um, because he looks like the everyday man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it just it's another almost like, you know, alien aliens, you know, we're talking about this idea that, you know, well, what are you going to do? You like, you know, you, you can't hurt this thing. And, and he's he's tr- trying to convince her like, look, I'm from the fucking future and she's like, "Oh my god, you're a crazy person." And he's just like, you know, like it doesn't sweat, it doesn't do this, it doesn't do this. It's never going to stop until you are dead. And like he has to like continuously convince her and it, it takes it chasing them down on foot, you know. Just just incredible sequences the uh the entire police station shootout is just scary as shit you know because he, he just blows away everybody so it's just like wow so like 30 guys can't take it out what the hell what the hell is are, 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 like what are they gonna do and stuff you know so i will say like terminator looks like the most 80s movie that's fair, that's <laughs> I mean, fair. it's just like she goes into the nightclub and it's just totally 80s nightclub and like the police station they're all wearing like the dark brown pants and, like, brown, i mean it's just everybody it's just like totally 80s it's i would so say good. i would say rad is, is oh, more, yeah, more that's, 80s that's super. and then that witch movie uh like teen witch what was it called Pocus, no, 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 no. Teen Witch, uh, Te- yeah. Teen Witch, right? It's not nineties, I think. Uh, is it nineties? Okay. All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, no. So uh, Terminator, nineteen eighty four. Uh, is my number four? What's your number four? Okay, I'm going to cheat on my number four. Oh my I'm, god! I'm, I'm, I'm this cheat. high up, and you're cheating. I'm cheating. Oh, the reason why, I, like, actually, my next uh, three of my next four are all cheaters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, the reason why? Because if I didn't like, then three of the next four would like my whole list would just be composed of these movies. Oh my so, god! I'm cheating a little bit. Uh, my number four is Back to the Future Part One and Part Two. Okay. Okay. Uh, both of these, just the whole uh, time travel. That's my probably my favorite, like kind of uh, science fiction you genre. You should of watch it. Um, a, another film I almost put on here, and that is uh, it's called Primer. Yeah, um, I, I, I read a little bit about. Yeah, that. So I've never if heard. You're, of it. If you're in time travel, I mean, it's it's it takes multiple watches. Because it's tricky. Because yeah. it does not dumb it down for you. It's like <laughs> it's like it, 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 they they show you the scenes and the conversations, and they're like, and you figure it out, you know. But it, it's been talked about as it's the most um, time travel accurate type of movie in terms of how it would have to be done. Very low budget, very good though. Okay, I'll check that out. Uh, but Back to the Future, of course. Uh, you already have this on your list. I have not. You have not. Well, it's just uh, I'll talk about Back to the Future too. And I'll let you probably you would probably have part one. I actually like part two more. Okay. So, uh, one thing I like about part two, it is more science fictiony because they go to the future, and I love how they do the future. <laughs> I think it's just so great. The hoverboards, the flying cars, Jaws yeah. nineteen in three D, like they predicted it all. In, in fact, like the Cubs winning the World Series, that almost happened that year. It was uh, two thousand fifteen. Yeah. It was like the year he goes to the future, and, like it almost happened. They predicted so much right, but it's just it's so much fun. And then they really do time travel work. It was one of the first ones, like time travel movies, where they like they go to the past and it changes the future, the yeah, present. Yeah. So like time cop baby. Yeah. I, <laughs> that, okay. I do not like that time movie. Flashpoint paradox. Uh, 
But I just I love like that whole like they go back to the present and now it's changed because Biff already went. Yeah. And then they have to go back to the uh, like they have to go back to the past. And it's just a whole bunch of time travel. And it's so much fun. I love like just like how he's seeing himself redo from the first movie and it's just it's a lot of fun i love that kind of time travel sci-fi stuff okay, you can see yourself because you re-traveled back back in time it's just <laughs> i love that stuff i'll say that i follow the rules because i wanted to just be like oh i'm gonna have terminator and terminator 2 right here yeah, i, I, I love is, them both i'm gonna have alien aliens right here i was like you know what no fuck that i'm gonna have them in their no, own spots no I, you have them in your own spots <laughs> the problem is because so many of these movies like, i got star on wars one through three at number four it's like what no, you can't have that. And I mean, that's uh, literally. It's I would have nine movies. In the wrong that's why I only have one Star Wars film. I was like, I'm just gonna pick one. I'm good. So, so if that's the case, I I would have had Primer on my list. So I want people to know that. I okay. Could, I probably would have had uh, you had something else that that also like Star Troopers or no the uh, Fly. It, the fly total recall yes oh anyways uh my number three um is alien the first one from 1979 directed by uh, ridley scott uh starring squinty weaver tom scarrett uh this got an oscar for visual effects this is also preserved also terminator is also um preserved as well is terminator 2 uh no that's son of a bitch. uh the, the matrix is though um but yeah so uh the the first one <laughs> is such a cool take it has a lot of that like late 70s early 80s like um what's we're looking for uh radial not not digital but when something's like um really low tech uh uh, dollop <laughs> no no uh I, I i don't think of the word but um you know there's all these like big like flash buttons that are flashing and stuff and the screens are all you know like it, it just it's just so you know antiquated technology or whatever but but they thought that that would be like the future is, is, is just great to me um you know and it's just it feels very very lived in as a world i, I love all that I, I think the cast is has so much chemistry together um and there's just this fear of of everything and uh Scott weaver is fucking great yeah, in this. Great. She's so great in this. Um, and, and it's like we we're saying, like, you know, it's, it, this is also, I'm talking about horror list, but, uh, you know, it's so frightening that this creature, you know, launches onto, like, you know, uh, their, that their friend and their, and their crewmate, and, and she's trying to follow protocols and they're like not letting her do her job. And so they, inadvertently bring on this this parasite and this creature and, and it ends up costing them almost all of them you know that their you know lives and everything and uh and then the, the whole chest pressure scene which i love i don't know if you know this or not really scott didn't tell them that that was going to happen so 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 the actor is just supposed to like start freaking out and, and he falls on the table and dies they didn't know the the alien was actually gonna burst out of his chest. Everybody's fucking faces are real. Oh, yeah, the girl screaming like it's great. Yeah, it's, it's fucking real. great. So you know, I, I I love when you know directors do that. It just it's it's amazing. Like, like in the first Die Hard when oh, yeah, they, they drop him, they <laughs> drop Alan Rickman on, on two. You thought it was gonna be on three. So you're just like you know, great stuff or whatever. Uh, yeah, but um, you know, this is just amazing from top to bottom. From from this is just Ridley Scott was really finding his way at this point. Um, I think he he's. I mean, like Blade Runner is really great. Also, I mean, like you know, he's probably better there. Um, but you know, this is just an incredible, youthful, energetic take on, on this sci-fi horror genre. Um, very, very impressive. What's your number three? Uh, my number three is one of my cheaters. It is uh, Star Wars episodes four through six. <laughs> <laughs> just the whole I'm, franchise. I'm going to take the original OG trilogy. Okay, but it's I mean it started science fiction almost for me. Like that was one of the first science fiction movies I ever saw. It was the first Star Wars, 
and it's just like they take you to a galaxy far far away it's far far away man it's i mean they their world building is great the characters are so much fun have they ruined it maybe a little <laughs> bit but it's just <laughs> I, like i still like i still watch it though. i still watch the mandalorian paul because these three movies and i just probably my favorite one like most people's empire i actually like return, return of the jedi, jedi because i was born you know like around that time so gotcha so that's i mean it's just it's the original science fiction it's so good. All right. My, my number two uh, was the first Back to the Future. Uh, came out in 1985, directed by Robert Zemeckis, starring Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd. Um, this got four Oscar nominations, uh, one one, and uh, it also is preserved. Um, amazing soundtrack. You can talk about that. You know, the, the, the Power of Love was the top song that, that entire year. Absolutely incredible, and what's great is that when, when they when it first came out, uh, when he first wrote it for him, they were like, "This isn't going to work." And it's talking about time at all. He's like, he's "Like, trust this, this shit's a fucking banger. This is, <laughs> this this is, is going to be fucking good." But then he also put in like uh, from back in time is also yeah, bad stuff. Um, just an amazing films for for so many reasons, you know, technically, and not only that, but uh, the fact that Michael J. Fox was also filming his uh, television show family ties yeah, yeah. originally he they that eric stoltz originally you know uh, in this and there's all this footage of, of him in it and stuff and it would have been just would have been he and just didn't have the comedic he timing did, yeah so like you know not that you know he, he's not a good actor or anything he just wasn't working and zemeckis knew that and so i think after like a few weeks uh oh, i think they were tr- they always wanted to get michael j but because did. he was because doing family family ties. Ties. And so yeah. they, they went back to him after after like you know a few weeks of shooting and and try to get him again and so basically he was shooting during the day at family ties and then sleeping for like a half an hour an hour in the car driving to the set to do that and then he would shoot all night there and then leave at like two or three in the morning drive back be up at five it was fucking hell for him yeah. but he is incredible here and i hate how his life played out and stuff you know with with parkinson's and stuff he was such a talented actor still is um so so charming um you know he was just like this this everyday kid you know, just fucking a smart ass, super cool. You know, you, you want to be his friend. Uh, like he was Ferris Bueller, but not as douchey. As yeah, what? Fair, like, yeah. He was like, that's the coolest kid I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, and, and he, there's just so much fun in this movie. I, I, I like fucking Christian Glover is super weird, you know, yeah. and everything. And, um, it's got that time travel fun going back and seeing how things, names have changed and stuff, you know, whatever. And everything. But, I mean, the whole movie premise and stuff of the first one's so like, they wrote it because they wanted to be like, hey, I want to do a movie where a kid goes back and goes to high school with his parents. Yeah. And you kind of like, I mean, the idea of like you go back and you, your parents were different from when they were teenagers. Totally. Like I was different. I wasn't too much different, I think. But uh, <laughs> I was different when I was a teenager compared to now. And like, yeah, he gets to live that. And it's, it is a lot of fun. Yeah, it's great. Uh, what's your number two? Um, number two is Avengers Endgame. Okay. I love the whole time travel stuff and the nostalgia of everything is so <laughs> Another good. Another time travel I movie. Can't, I can't help it. I, I love time <laughs> travel. And like the idea of like they set up like you know nineteen movies and number twenty they're like we're gonna go revisit all these movies and everything. It's just so much fun and just the ending battle sequence. Of course, is one of my favorite action. Captain America getting Thor's hammer is yeah, still like my so favorite great. scene ever in a movie. I, I'm still mad that they didn't let Captain America beat uh, um, this version of like Thanos. I was really mad about that. I I, I still feel like he should have taken him on and, and and started to win, and that's when Thanos calls in his army. And then it's Captain America with his shield, and he's like, he's like, he's like, all right, let's let's do this. And then everybody comes in. I just thought it was kind of sucky for him to beat all three of them. I was like, come on, man! Like you know, like you know, he's he didn't have his fucking glove. Come on, man. I mean, you know. 
Give but he probably would be all three of those give, the comics. Give him like, something, man. Yeah, I mean it's one on three, man. I know. So I'm saying, like, the villains come on. always struggle. <laughs> yeah, but it's just I don't know. The movie's so much fun. I love all the callbacks and stuff. Yeah, it's just it's great. One my number one was obviously you called it before we even started, and that is 1993's Jurassic Park. Dun, 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 How good is that song? That uh, song it's like John, Williams. John Williams, killer man. Uh, directed by Steven Spielberg, starring Sam Neill, Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, this made over a billion dollars. Um, and three Oscar wins is also uh, preserved by the, by the Film Society. This was the first film I saw that stuck with me, not as a kid, but because I, I was like ten years old. But but like like in that way where I saw it and I was like, wow, this is a movie. This, this is fucking incredible. You this know, is cinema. You know, I went. And saw, it came out um, June June eleventh on my birthday. I didn't get to see it on my birthday because it was, it was sold out. So I saw it. I think on the twelfth or the thirteenth. Um, but like we, we went and I saw it multiple times in the theater. My, my, my next year's birthday party was all Jurassic Park themed. Um, I, we, we had the, the action figures, had the action figures with, with, with real biting damage. And like, yeah, they, I remember uh, that yeah. uh, flesh came off. Um, I it had a cartoon that I was into. Um, I had so many shirts or whatever. I had the, the VHS. I wore the shit out of that. Um, I, I, I love this movie. Uh, it's, it's definitely going to be up there for me points wise. I'm not sure where, um, I, I know that you, you don't like the kids, but I, I, don't like the kids. I, I wanted to be Timmy. I was like, I was like, man, like I, I want to be there with, with all the scientists running from the Raptors. I want to be like, I used to watch the movie and then like run around in my house and stuff and hide and everything, you know? And, uh, it looks incredible still. Um, it does. Look you know, good it, it was it was the the apex of at that time um, of digital effects. It, it was it was just really like like its first turning point. So it, it's a great mixture of practical and and that, I know it was you know? one of the first what THX surround sound yeah. uh, movies because I remember that was a big big deal that when you were sitting in theater you could hear the dinosaurs like when they moved like go from the yeah. back of the theater to the front. And yeah, everything. and what's great is that it's it's like you know we I talked about uh, when I watched uh, RoboCop and how I saw it, or or like Star Trek Troopers you know I saw it and I thought I thought it was one thing when I saw it and then you go back and watch it as an adult and it's a whole new film for you, you know? and so. This, I, I, you know, it's just like a blockbustery, you know, dinosaur. Oh, it's a scary movie! But then, as an adult, you know, you go back and watch it, and there's so much more nuance to it. That there, there, there's so much more subtext about, like, you know, is this, is this right? Uh, morally speaking, to to bring back these these apex predators and, and to do this and, and to like you know pr- you know to price it, and then I uh, read the book uh, like uh, last uh, fall, whatever. It's fucking great, also. Um, and it's just like I, I just top to bottom. Do you like the ending it. to the movie better or to the book? To, to the book. Um, I, I I I agree that they should have let Jeff Goldblum die and everything, and Spielberg t- uh, didn't didn't want him to die, and so he actually made. Crichton write the sequel so that he could turn that into a fucking movie. So he just inexplicably brought him back somehow. It's like, oh yeah, uh, he didn't actually die. You know, he's uh, he's fine or whatever and stuff. But awesome movie. What is your number one? Um, my number one is of course the 1999 movie, Matrix. The Matrix. Uh, I like you like the commercials. Like, what is the Matrix? Like, I had no clue when I went and saw it. Like, I had no clue really what it was about, and it blew my mind. It still blows my mind. Hell, well, it came out after Blade, and I was like, "Are they vampires?" Because because how they're moving and stuff. I was I was I was like, "What what the fuck?" Because they're wearing black and leather, and it's got like techno music on the on the trailer. And I'm like, "Well, yeah. Blade had techno music and people in black leather, and, and they're doing you know kung fu and stuff, or whatever." So I thought that's what it was. Like uh, I think I saw the Matrix before I saw Blade. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, and then like it just it blew me away with like so like the only other kind of like 
I guess karate fighting techno movie I had saw before that was Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so like, so this was like they did it, we perfected it. <laughs> I mean, it's just the soundtrack. By the way, is this banger with the techno, and then it's got like, Rob, Rob Zombie. Zombie and stuff, and it's, it's great. And then at the end is uh, oh, Rage Against Rage Machine. Machine stuff. But just like the idea of like they do the bullet time and special effects in the movie are great. But like, I love it because it makes you think and it creates this world. Like, what if? Like I mean, people just kept all these things. Like you know, like what if that's actually happened or something? Like that? Do we live? That, yeah, dude, like yeah. do we live in the Matrix? Would you want to be woken up? Yeah, all, like the, there's so many questions. Which I, people I, still talk about red pill, blue pill all the I time. I kind of agree with Joe uh, Joe Pantaloni, which is like. I would love to just be in the Matrix and then you just change my life back around to where it's awesome. And yeah. like, I don't fucking know anything. I don't want to live in that shitty world. Yeah. It's fucking, exactly. Fucking I don't want to eat that. You see what they were eating? <laughs> okay. But uh, Count Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, just kill it. Yeah. Carrie Ann Moss. It's just a great cast. The villain, Agent Smith, is so just simple but terrifying. Just the way he talks and everything. Yeah. And as soon as like he finally does beat him, he just comes right back. And it's it's so good. And then at the end, when he just becomes the one, he's like, no, yeah, stop. So it's just. Uh, so good. I, I think originally that was supposed to be Will Smith. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, like how you were talking, I was going to say it when you were talking earlier. Like it's hard to explain it, and they tried to explain the movie to him. He just didn't get it. Yeah, <laughs> same thing with. Uh, I think Sean Connery uh, was maybe also rumored to to have played Morpheus. And like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm glad that didn't. Happen. What's funny is that like he, he, uh, Sean Connery, which we, we talked about a few years ago, whatever. But but he had this whole track of like there were like three movies in a row that he turned down because he just didn't fucking get, it, and they kept becoming hits. So I'm yeah. pretty sure the Matrix, Matrix is one of them. He was supposed to have been Gandalf. Yeah. And he was like, what the fuck is this? Uh, <laughs> and so when, when Lee was trying to gentleman came around, he was like, oh, fuck, I do it. I'll do it. Give me that shit. You know? And then it was so bad that he was like, I'm done. I don't do shit anymore. <laughs> Where's Highlander? I don't know the Highlander. Are they going to make another Lionheart movie? <laughs> I will voice the Dragonheart. 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 He's not in Lionheart. He should be a Lionheart. It's fucking Van Damme. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, uh, but Matrix is great, man. Um, guys, so that's our top 25 uh, science fiction movies. Uh, we'll, at some point, I think it's February is coming up, so we need to yeah. do you know our romance. So romantic, yeah, romantic comedy. Yeah, you know, yeah. We, we, we do that, which um, I, I added a few things onto that um, based on some stuff that I've been watching and stuff, whatever. Uh, Casablanca is on there now, uh, which it wasn't before, but uh, it is now, you know, and everything. Uh, but yeah, uh, let us know your fucking favorite science fiction yeah. movies and how uh, you, you get to bunch all four movies in, into just one you space can, there. You can't. I mean, I literally, like, <laughs> then my whole list would just be uh, Terminator, Terminator 2, Back to the Future, Back to the Future. Back I know, that's Star what Wars. my list is, you son of a bitch. I know, I'm sorry, but I wanted to just have a little bit more flavor into the list. Uh, and plus, it's hard just to pick one Star Wars. I that's know. Story is a complete. I didn't it's count one, two, three. I didn't do one, two, three. I just said four, five, six. <laughs> one through nine. I was not going to have seven, eight, including nine. Solo. Toss that one in there. Too. <laughs> Let me get some TV shows right. in there. Let me get Bad Batch. All right, guys. Uh, that was uh, technically shorter. It was 15 minutes shorter. Sorry. Uh, until next time, which I'm sure by the time you get done with this, the new episode will, will be out probably. It's fucking going to take so long. Later. See you.